1: I'm thoroughly disappointed we didn't win it. You know, we can't keep a clean sheet either at the minute for whatever reason. You know, first phase we've dealt with, second phase we haven't. They're lacking a bit of legs and a bit of confidence at the moment.
2: Out of possession, we're really impressive today. We came here very hungry. We came here full of energy. And Ross County couldn't deal with us over the 90 minutes, which is pleasing to see. We managed the game extremely well. I want this team to look really, really aggressive out of possession. The home radio football show. With Paul Cooney, Rob
3: McLean,
1: Barry Ferguson,
4: and Leanne Crichton. With OPC Energy Limited. The Renewable Energy Specialists Call 808 08 17, 17 700 Let's
5: go,
6: go, 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 go! Hello, good evening and welcome to the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. So, Rangers, 25 games unbeaten, stretch their lead to 13 points over Celtic. Is the title race effectively over? That's the question we're asking the pundits tonight and asking you. Rangers seeing off Ross County 4-0 yesterday in Dingwall. An hour or two later, Celtic draw 1-1 with St Johnson at Celtic Park. Just two wins and 12. They haven't won any of the last five home games for the first time, Rob McLean, in over 60 years.
7: Yep, it's an absolute shocker for Celtic. But uh, Neil Lennon's position, it's interesting, isn't it? Had they lost, I think it would have been a whole lot uh, different to the draw. I think he's got a little bit of time. To, to turn things around now and of course the, the Scottish Cup final is just a couple of weeks away so they can't be changing anything right now
6: Leanne Crichton, it's Groundhog Day though isn't it with Celtic uh, slipping up again yesterday when they were expected to win
4: It certainly is it's a strange time I think in Scottish football just now because it's probably been the first in a very long time that you, you actually don't see Celtic winning games uh, and you don't expect them to win uh, even listening to the commentary yesterday It just didn't sound like they were going to get themselves back in the game. I watched the highlights and and they just seemed so far from the team that were so assured last season.
6: So Barry Ferguson, former Rangers captain, will Rangers be almost the Rangers fans starting to claim the title now?
8: Yeah, listen, they're they're heading in the right direction, there's no doubt about it. It was a a potential banana skin going up to Dingwall uh, on Sunday, obviously with Ross County's performance last week against Celtic. But again, I've got to be honest with you. It was another professional performance um, from Rangers um, from start to finish. It was a bit awkward at the start in terms of Ross County were difficult to break through. Um, Al McGregor come up with a big moment, with a big save, and then two minutes later, um, Rangers get that vital first goal, and then from there, um, Rangers. Thoroughly deserved the win and it was a great a great three points and a lot of good performances and I'm, I'm sure the manager would have been delighted after the game.
6: Leanne, you've been busy in recent weeks, obviously with Glasgow City, you're off in Champions League action this week, but who would have believed Rangers would be 13 points clear? I know there's two games in hand for Celtic um, early December. Do you think the league is effectively over now after what happened to the weekend?
4: I think so. I think it's going to take an absolute capitulation from Rangers to lose it from the position that they're in if you think of the last decade in Scottish football at no point has there been a team this far in front that you would ever question if they were going to win the title and you're not looking at a Celtic side that are performing the way that they have done over the years so for me I just don't see Celtic getting themselves back to the level that they have and, and Rangers just don't look like they're going to slip up Yeah, I think it's over
7: for, for me, Paul, it's not it's not so much the, the differential at the moment because there's, there's enough time and there are enough games to turn things around. It's actually the fact there are no real signs of Celtic. Recovering. Um, and that's that's the problem for Neil Lennon and his aftermatch interviews, trying to explain it all away. Um, it's really difficult. I, I mean, I, I listened to the commentary, I listened to the radio commentary on the way down the road from Dingwall yesterday, and, and it just seemed inevitable that Celtic weren't going to score before St. Johnston did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe the only surprise about that was that Celtic actually came
8: back and, and got a point out of it. Yeah for sure, listen, they're, they're a fragile group just now, yeah. there's no doubt about it, um, confidence is um, so low and I said on Friday I expected Celtic to get uh, the three points in Sunday but you made a good few points there Rob, um, the, the manager's interview after the game, he's lost he, in terms of, he's trying to find solutions in terms of changing the formation, changing the personnel, and everything he's trying isn't working. Um, so it is, it's worrying times. Uh, in terms of the league, I know Leanne says, look, it, it does look... Rangers are in a great position, there's no doubt about it. And there is games that Celtic can win and, and get back at Rangers, but Rangers just need to keep their, their concentration fully on themselves and, and not... Worry about the clamour that's going on round about them. That's the main thing for Rangers to do.
6: Up for the phone calls tonight. To coming in. Yep. Yeah, 0808 08, 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. JC's coming back on. He was on on Friday, but we ran out of time. He wanted to speak about Dave King, saying that the Rangers squad is worth 200 million. What do you feel? Give us a call now. Celtic fans on the line as well. Davy Provin, the former Celtic and Scotland star, will join us in just over half an hour's time. What's Davy's take on what's going to happen there? I saw his column in the son yesterday saying he feels that Dermot Desmond Peter Lowell have left uh, Neil Lennon hanging you know backing him but really not any long term not saying he's here for the whole season and uh, he can turn it round it's a difficult position for yeah. everyone Contrast contrasted with Rangers fans we're going to hear from Steven Gerrard we're going to hear from James Tavernier
8: another goal Barry 16 goals so far for Tavernier Unbelievable season, Um, but he he deserves the credit I've said plenty of times on the show, he was a player a year or so ago, he was getting a bit of stick off the Rangers fans, Um, but he's come back this season and he's leading from the front, Um, he's had a fantastic season, his energy levels um, and his his performance levels are, are top class just now.
7: But, I asked the question during the radio commentary yesterday at Dingwall Great commentary good, good. No, I thank, thank you no, Just thought i throw that What channel in. was it? Uh, yeah <laughs> exactly that. It was obscure. No, no. Uh, no, some no, obscure BBC channel yeah. Yeah. But I asked the question Could he be a thirty goals a season, you know, could he could he be a yeah. 25, 30 goals a season right back? I mean, it's you know he's on target, isn't he? Yeah. Early December, sixteen, and and it's also but it's also the assists as well, isn't it? I think yeah, it's, I think a... it's twelve assists now. Yeah. So he's been he's been involved in twenty eight Rangers goals. His deliveries are unbelievable. Just mm-hmm. now,
4: yeah. watching the quality that he produces week in week out. I mean, I was wanting to criticise him a lot last year. I was uncertain out of whether. He was the player that Rangers needed in that position, or even in terms of the captaincy, if he was strong enough to, to deliver what the fans were looking for. But I just think this year he, he looks completely different.
6: Isn't confidence an amazing thing? It that, around, but you need the
4: team yeah. to be like that, Paul. Sure. That's a, yeah. that's about the team that's spread that confidence yeah. throughout. it That's not just one player that's you know decided that he believes in himself. That comes from everything you work in, weekend day in, day out on the training pitch and it's paying off for them. So we'll hear from
8: Tavernier as well, Barry Yeah, He deserves a lot of credit as well it's easy to, to go and hide and um, just uh, play easy football but he, he stood at the front when he was getting criticism, he was in, he was never one for hiding um, he always made himself available to go and play and I, I love when, when players come through a sticky patch and obviously he's went away and worked hard but uh, the thing that Leanne says I was unsure whether he was a proper leader he was captain material
9: but you He got a set- lot of criticism of this season. the cup
4: final last year mm-hmm. when he gave the penalty up when Marella set the penalty and missed it and people questioned that yeah. could you see him giving up a penalty this season? No Not chance. a chance. No no chance. chance That just shows you the difference you know and I know there's no fans this year and Certainly that hostile environment of a Old Firm Cup final is slightly different but you just couldn't see him passing that up now. No uh, fans. Were,
8: fans
6: back in England at the weekend yeah. as we know Rob for, for the Premier League matches. Yeah,
7: yeah. And, there, and there were 300 in, in, in Dingwall there I, as did, well. Did it make a difference? Did you feel? Yeah it did. Yeah. yeah it did. I mean but actually because of the way this crazy old season has gone you actually look at fans in the stands and it looks strange mm-hmm. you know, because you actually <laughs> yeah. after a while start to get used to empty stands and, and that's horrible yeah. that that's the They're case. They're
4: making too much noise for you yeah, Rob exactly. you to concentrate.
7: Well exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was <laughs> I get my afternoon
6: nap. But let's, uh, OK, let's hear from the manager. Stephen Gerrard first, uh, Rangers winning 4-0. Another strong
2: performance. You know, tricky place to come. We've come up against the team today full of confidence. And I'm sure all week they've been saying, you know, let's do the same to Rangers what we've done to Celtic. So from our point of view, we had to stand up and be strong against that. Pitch was difficult today. It was very slidey. It was a bit like an ice rink. The players, again, have defended ever so well. And they've shown a lot of quality to go and hurt Ross County at the right time. So another pleasing performance.
6: Barry, tough question for you. Are there any holes in the Rangers' armoury? Is there anything you can pinpoint that is going wrong for them?
8: Not at this moment in time. Um, as I said, when when teams do create chances, uh, the defend uh, the defence is coping with it. And like yesterday's game, when they did break through. Alan McGregor come up with a big save at a big time and that's when you you need your big players to play and I'll mention one guy and I've mentioned him plenty of times on this show I thought Stephen Davis again yeah. was, was uh, phenomenal he, he just controlled the full game and he's passed to create the first goal mm-hmm. for Tavernier it was bang on the button Tavernier doesn't need to break his stride and it's a great cross and then a great bit of movement from Ruff who again impressed me um, he's took a bit a bit of time to get up to speed um, but now he's starting to show why the manager paid big money for him.
7: And actually, as Steven Gerrard said, the, the pitch was difficult. It was a bit rutted. Um, it was a bit uneven. It was a bit slippery and slidey. But you would never have known from the quality of Steven Davis's performance and, and some of the passes, like just slide roll passes, uh, absolutely where he wanted to put them.
4: And that's it. And I think everything that Rangers do just now, they play to each individual player's strengths. So even at times when you see Tavernier going beyond and Supporting as much as he does. Defensively, people know to cover that space mm-hmm. in behind. They're there to mop up anything that, that goes astray. I think Stephen Davis has been allowed to orchestrate in the midfield, do the things that he does well. He's not been asked to do extra running. He's not been asked to do too much of a dogged side of the game, which I know he can still do. But I just think right now they just seem to be enabling each other.
8: Yeah, He, he does the basics brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, As I said, a lot of people are looking for these... 40, 50 yard perfect passes He just does the, the, the simple things Brilliantly And um, he's key to Rangers And look he, he's there, I think it's 36 It looks to me if he can go on another year or two No problem And as I said He, he just sits in there and, and does a fantastic job And it allows both full backs to, to go and attack
7: in the, in the ideal world, Rangers would want their main striker to be scoring more goals. I mean, you know, you, you start, you're start you starting to nitpick a wee bit here and look at what things they would like to be better than they are. I mean, there's not much about Rangers at the moment that could be... And the goals, it doesn't matter where the goals come from. No, not really. But I suppose, yeah. ideally, you would want
8: Alfredo Morelos to have scored more than seven by this stage. Yeah, but he, he's obviously doing a job that the managers asked them to do. Um, ideally, I want to see my number nine inside the box. Um, when the ball goes wide um, but other guys are making their runs and, and scoring the goals um, one thing I will say about him is he's, his work ethic for the team is a lot better than it was before and that's down to the way the manager wants to play
4: I think it's better for Rangers They now that I mean I get that with the number nine but I think the way that they play him when you look at his movement you can see the frustration in him you've seen him coming off when he's subbed <laughs> off and he's absolutely <laughs> furious but I think there's more to it now for his performances that it's more mm-hmm. about yeah, the no, team and, and how they yeah. perform yeah. Um, and I think you know last year they were, they were probably found wanting bit Rangers at times because they relied on him too heavily yeah. I think when you look at the goals in games even when it's two, three, four goals a game it's different scorers all over the pitch mm. that's what Celtic have had for a number of years now when you look at their contribution and goals it's Christie for Forrest, um, Edward, you know, it's big players, McGregor, that's what you need to, to have success within a team and I think it's actually suiting Rangers better. Just anyway, I just,
7: I just thought I'd
6: ask the question yeah. even though I could
7: probably knew what the answer was going to be. <laughs>
6: no, I, I, did, I did ask Barry, was there any anything you would pick but yeah. you... you Picked it. Yeah, you know, that yeah but, is not, but, but, but I he's, mean, he's know, given so much. The, the thing is, where. number
4: sure. nines are, I think, a different breed in football because any other yeah. player in the pitch is probably happy to do oh. what they need to do, but number nines like it to be about them.
8: Well, you've got to be selfish, haven't you? Yeah, he, was, he was yeah. selfish last season. And he will be again. He's, not, he's more of a <laughs> yeah. team player. I, I think that that's down to the manager having a, a sit down and him realising that he's got to beca- become a team player. The way that Rangers play. Everybody needs to work extremely hard, and I've said it before. It's great watching Rangers. I think some of the football they play is excellent, yeah. but the biggest thing for me is it's their work. Yeah. There's no not, one star. Uh, yeah. Off the ball, Yeah, their, 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 um, I mean, that's their desire yeah. to get back in it, in it when they lose the ball. Guys sprinting 40, 50 yards, that's great to see. It's good. and when you're privileged enough to get the close up view of
7: them I mean that that's a hammered home to you as well just just their, their incredible work rate yep. e- even when they get three and four ahead they're still going they still want more they, they just don't stop
8: yeah but it's out of possession that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that um, I've been really pleased with with Rangers that, that's the biggest difference for me, I've always thought they were a good football team. Out of possession, they struggled at times, but this season, out of possession, they've been fantastic.
4: But that's the thing, even when you look at Tavernier over the last couple of seasons, the one criticism of him was defensively and how he coped, whereas the team are better drilled now. You can tell that that's a weakness that's been identified and the way the team respond in that transition, out of possession... Getting bodies behind it, the energy and the intensity that they do, that is the difference.
6: Loads coming up in the next two hours. More on Rangers. We'll hear from Neil Lennon as well. What do the Celtic fans think? What do Rangers fans think? We're going to have the draw for the World Cup in Qatar, the European section drop. That'll be happening over the next uh, hour or so, isn't it? So we'll hopefully, yeah. we'll know who Scotland are grouped with, and we can tell you about England and Wales and Northern Ireland and Ireland. So that's coming up uh, tonight as well. Also, a chance in the second hour it's Barry against Leanne. It's uh, our top superstar punch. Uh, for two of you calling in we're going to take some calls it's a chance to win an amazing four ball experience with friends at Mar Hall that'll be amazing uh, have you played Mar Hall?
8: yeah I've played it a, yeah. a few times I might let Leanne one because I'm a gentleman oh, right. uh, yeah. he's, laying the, he's laying the
4: foundations for a poor performance yeah. <laughs> Leanne do you like the goal? Yeah, I don't I'm, I do actually I would like to be good at it Paul uh, but I'm absolutely yeah. terrible so I can't so you, stand it did you it. say you no.
7: don't but you do?
6: I, 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 I like
4: the idea of being good at it but I'm, okay. I'm right. not so I, I don't like game. it It's a great
6: game Rob is the adjudicator tonight on it so which uh, is a worry in itself <laughs> <laughs> Busy weekend for you Rob so.
0: On TV Online
6: yeah, it was busy. I'm not yeah, sure it's, it's busy here as well. Or second or two, <laughs> uh, I think we just touched something there, James. Sorry, I'm sure we can sort that. So, yeah, at the weekend on Saturday it kicked off. You were watching St Mirren one, Aberdeen one. Yeah, uh, Hebb's a three goal victory at Motherwell. I think we all get that one wrong. Uh, Livingston two, Dundee United nil, and Marvin Bartley was man of the match. I think we all got and, that one
7: right. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think, uh, I think, we, I think we did. Yeah, yeah.
6: That, that was me, James. And uh, Hamilton one, Kilmarnock nil, and Barry, you agonised in that one, but it was. Uh, no, I'm delighted. Yeah. It's
8: my local yeah. team, and yeah. they're everybody's favourites. to always go down, but the come
7: up six, with big results. six points. Yeah. That's
8: six points in a week for them. Yeah. Yep,
4: just shows you how quickly things can change in <laughs> I football. I know. I yeah.
7: I mean, that league table is incredible, isn't yeah. it? With 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 the, with the points added on, and and Hamilton get a gift of three, if you like, and then and then get another three, and suddenly, um, you know, they leave St Mirren at the bottom.
8: Yep. Yep. Well, uh, what happened to St Mungo? Man, that's a. I think that's for another day. I, yeah. I, I I still think you've you've got to rearrange their games. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. it was harsh on both of the clubs. Every club tries their best yeah. to, to get round all the protocols and whatever. And people are going to make... Some mistakes. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was harsh when St. on St. It's, Commander. It's also
7: creating rules in mid season, yep. isn't it? Is, yeah. you know, where, where they weren't there right at the start, which is
8: pretty difficult when
7: you go into a season and then suddenly you get you get hammered, and that wasn't a rule that was in place when the season right. started. Let's
6: speak uh, later in the week with Neil Doncaster then. I'm sure he'll come on as yeah. PFL chief exec yeah. to talk about fans back. We're desperate to see people back in the stadium. Absolutely. You must be as well, Leanne. Oh, desperate
4: I mean, for it, yeah. I yeah. think football needs it. Yep. You know, I think it's the, the year's been horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, people are getting to that stage now with they completely fatigued with everything that's going on, following rules and not really having any sort of, you know, escape go away from life. And yeah, the sooner we get them back in, the better.
6: What do you reckon? 08, 08 17, 17, 700. And Barry and Rob over the weekend were working out the Dave King statement. He reckons 200 million, the yeah, Rangers squad. So what do you think, Leanne? Uh,
4: yeah. I mean he's probably right. If you uh-huh. look at the the way that the team is performing now as a collective and you look at the money that they've already spent on players like a Ryan Kent, for example, you know, where does his value What would sit he be now? now, do you think? I mean even he's probably 15. been one of the players this year that, that hasn't even been a standout you wouldn't you know in games because he, he's not coming up with those moments but he's more about the team but he's got to bend well into double figures what now. did
7: Rangers pay for him was it 8 or, eight or Seven. 9 7 7 yeah. Yeah. million so he'd be right. he'd be yeah. a 20 million million pound player already so I mean, you only need to find 10 more or 9 <laughs> yeah. more and you're up to 200, <laughs> yeah. 200 million I'll, I'll yeah.
8: give the, the biggest one and the, the best bit of business I've seen done in a long long time and it's Kamara. yeah mm. You've, I mean, What's he worth now? Is he uh, worth more than fifty grand now? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Yeah. I, I. Again, he's a, a player. I don't Isn't know he? what Leanne thinks. I. I love watching him. It's just everything's comfy. He's. He's, he's a really good, good football player and. He's got to be worth I don't know ten million quid. I like he's the a...
4: strength of character in him. Actually, yeah. I like that he he started really well. He then went through that blip where people were a bit critical of him, thought he mm. perhaps wasn't good enough to, to be in the Rangers side, and and now he looks like he's been a mainstay in that, that side for years. I mean, he's got to be well into the millions now if you look at how business. if you look he's... at how you price other players, you know, mm. elsewhere, and, and even Tavernier at, at fullback. If you look at a fullback that's scoring and the amount of assists that uh, he's got, I've... then. Oh, yeah. In England, it'd be worth forty million. Yeah, I've
8: got to say Neil McCann did say mm-hmm. to me a, a year or so ago that he would be a, a, a main player for Rangers, and you would be, you'll be no shocked but surprised how. Anybody
4: you, that's trained with him, they say he's, he's one of the best players. Yeah, yep. technically you so
8: know so good. We're going to take a quick break and then we're back with more calls next.
4: The Ball
3: Radio Football Show. Let's go.
1: We're here to win games, so it doesn't help. Bottom line, it doesn't help. You know, I want to work with the players. It's got to be a collective, though. You know, the, the players have got to, you know, find their best form, find their fitness levels, you know, and start playing as a team because at the minute we just look a little bit fragmented. And I think that's psychological more than anything else. AJ's on the line now after Celtic drawing 1-1 with Ross County. It's me, Paul Cooney, with
6: Rob McLean, Barry Ferguson and Leanne Crichton. And AJ, you're on now. Good evening. Good evening, gents. Leanne, how are we?
4: yeah, yeah.
6: All good, yep, Thank you.
3: How are you? Yeah, good. Getting by, getting by in this pandemic, but we're all we're all getting there. Staying safe. Yeah, staying yep. safe. Uh, and uh, pretty disappointed, obviously, as a Celtic fan over recent events.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how did you feel yesterday when it was uh, you went a goal down uh, late in the game?
3: I just feel that the last few weeks. Um, This run that we're on, it's the same old. Um, I'm disappointed with the manager, disappointed with the coaching staff and disappointed with the team. Um, And the lack of sight and desire on the pitch, you know, it doesn't take a manager to realise or or notice that something's not right, which Neil Lennon's accepting, but he's just not, doesn't seem to have an answer to to change
6: it. Mm -hmm. Leanne?
4: AD, what do you think is the problem? When you're watching it, whether you think that's different for the Celtic teams over the last couple of years?
3: I mean, the body language on the pitch, I don't see anybody stepping up and driving any other people. I don't see somebody putting their hand up and saying, sorry, that was my fault or apology. They all seem to be looking in different directions when something goes wrong. When they can see the goal, nobody's getting around them and saying, right, let's go on the offensive. And it, I just, I just, I can't put my finger on it myself, but it's just something's not right.
4: The one thing for me that's even from listening to Neil Lennon speak yesterday was the, the comment even about fitness. Mm-hmm. I found that strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. At this stage mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. I'd be furious if, if 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 my fitness was being questioned at this stage of the season. Was it having, Tur-
7: Turnbull and Griffiths? Were those the two he mentioned? I think no, he never mentioned. He, never names, mentioned names, did he? specifics,
4: no, no. but I think those were the the players that I think the question led on right. from why yeah. they probably haven't featured that a bit mm-hmm. more and. I just find that bizarre. I just don't understand how you can you can be Celtic with all the resources that you've got, have be operating with much better facilities and support staff, sports science, mm-hmm. GPS, nutrition, and we're in December and in, in you're questioning players' fitness. That that for me does doesn't wash.
6: Good point, AJ.
3: Yeah, and I think unfortunately the board and Peter all are back in the, the manager and I mean the first, next question I ask is if Neil Lennon has been given up to say the cup final um, and we win that cup final but we don't improve in domestic or in European football then what does the team do if they win that cup final when the fans are still protesting at the stadium um, and clearly social media and stuff like that is still very
7: negative towards the, the running of the club. And if he's in charge for the cup final then presumably he's in charge for the old firm game as yeah. well I mean you're not going to change yeah, manager yeah. between, between that game on the 20th of December and the, and the old firm game early January
4: I've thought, I thought a lot about it, I thought a lot about it today before I was coming in here today I genuinely believe that if Celtic had a better option or they had somebody that would come in and do the job They would change it in a heartbeat yeah. I think the reality is that nobody's going to touch the Celtic job just now there's no manager in the right mind who would come in as a new manager. What you might get is, is a previous manager that would come in and steady the ship and motivate and you would get that player bounce, perhaps. I think they're sticking with Neil Lennon. I think it was a good PR stunt last week to come out and back him. I think he deserves that because ultimately I think he's operating with the, with the the skill set that he's got, Mm. what Neil Lennon's gave that club over the number of years, the way he was as a player, even the way he conducts himself now, I quite like that he's adapted with the times. Mm. I get that he's not going about shouting at people and people are saying that he's changed, but I think he learned his lesson with that at Hibs and he's had to adapt. Um, I just don't see their, their... being a a plan B right now for Celtic and I think if there was you would see change but I I think it could go into January I think Neil Lennon will keep his job because Mm -hmm. I I just don't see anybody else taking it
6: Aj, that is a good point isn't it that maybe there is no alternative just now
3: Yeah and I feel sorry for Neil Lennon because I don't really think the butt fully stops at him Um, Peter Lowell and the board have had with the demise of Rangers over the years they've had this season coming for several seasons now and whether it's the recruitment or whether it's the board or Peter Lowell they should have had a plan in place to yeah. support the manager and I don't think he's been getting it. So I think it's dead easy to always blame the manager mm-hmm. and understand that sometimes if you need a change, you need it quickly, then the manager's usually the one to go. But I feel that Neil Lennon's treatment's been fair, pretty unfair so far.
7: I wonder, I wonder, AJ, whether the plan from, the, from Dermot Desmond, Peter Lowell, etc. was to make a change at the end of the season. And and that that you know they've got they've got somebody they, they do have somebody lined up with that in mind whatever happened this season because I, I just don't think they ever predicted that they would be this far adrift at this stage of the season I think at, at, at a bare minimum they thought Celtic would be involved in the shake up at least at the end of the season so so there was every reason to continue with Neil Lennon until then I wonder whether they've got somebody lined up longer term but they don't have somebody who could come in right now and hit the ground running because that would that would be essential for them at the moment if they changed it somebody who comes in and can actually turn things around very quickly
8: Yeah it's a fair point Rob I I think you could be right Um, I I don't think they'll get rid of Neil Lennon I'll be honest with you At all? No I, I can't see them until the end of the season as you mentioned I think they might have somebody in their sights who they think can then go and take the job
7: But what if the results keep on like like they're going going on They've clearly
8: backed the manager they've come out and says um, up until I I would imagine the old firm game Mm -hmm. in the 2nd of January so that's, that's how long do you I do think if, he'll if, get if you well, who do you bring in I don't think they it. will bring in like a Gordon Strachan. I don't think he even would, would come near it well Sy si said that didn't he two weeks ago Sy suggested this year.
4: I don't see it, somebody taking it on as, as a new venture mm-hmm. to come in and potentially be part of the team that, that don't deliver 10 in a row mm-hmm. and have to reorganise that full squad I think what you've got at Celtic now is a blend of players from the Brendan Rodgers era the Neil Lennon era You've got a new recruitment, a group of players that now don't actually fit into a mould. Yep. Um, I hear, I don't know what goes on at Celtic, I don't know how they train or what the system is. What, they, what I know that they don't have right now is an identity and how they play. Mm-hmm. And I think what you've got for long enough was a group of players that took them as far as you could take them off the back of Brendan Rodgers and his organisation to now where Neil Lennon's got them as a man-manager and motivator. And you've now got your wires crossed where they actually don't deliver either of them.
6: AJ, the end of an era, do you think? Um,
3: Man, you always stay hopeful, don't you? You always stay hopeful that potentially we can turn this around quickly and Mm. and put a bit of pressure on Rangers. I just can't see Rangers, they're pretty unstoppable just now. but I do think if it does come to the point where we lose the league, then we do need to draw a line under it and start building again for the following season and seasons to come.
7: And, and I think that, that just going along what you were saying there, Brianne, about the, the squad is a bit of a mix at the moment in terms of Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon, the latest burst of recruitment, most of which hasn't really hit the target. Um, I mean, what, what sort of tallies with a plan to change the manager at the end of the season would be... To actually to change the squad mm-hmm. at that oh, point yeah. as well yeah. to, to refresh. I mean, you know, Celtic have achieved so much um, over the last decade that you do get the feeling that it's time to, it's time to change with with a new with a new manager in place.
8: I think if you look at the the, the Celtic squad just now, there's a lot are going about the contract in terms of loans there's guys that are um, wanting to move on to bigger and better things in terms of leagues and in different clubs. So I, I think. Come the end of this season, no matter what happens to Celtic, I think it will be the start of a full rebuild. Mm-hmm. I've been honest with you. If you look at the squad, there's a number of players that have not come out and said, but I would hazard the guess yeah. they want to go and try in, and no, uh, try themselves uh, at a higher level. And then you've got the loanees that are in yeah. um, that they've played uh, paid loan fees for, and guys coming towards the end of their career. So I think it's it will be a a full rebuild if it's Neil Lennon if no somebody else and there's value in
6: that squad isn't there Leanne
8: you know, there's, there's a yeah, lot the money there, McGregor, of money there Christine McGregor who yeah. are yeah. worth a hell of a lot of money Edward. Edward. Yeah.
4: So. and I think those are those are players that, that will want to move on that will want a new a new challenge you, you know? know what they didn't
6: expect they didn't expect Rangers to be no. as good as they are this season and maybe they took their eye, their eye off the ball a bit yeah.
4: and Wouldn't that's that where I thought? think the frustration comes from the the percentage of Celtic fans now that are venting that frustration is that I think they feel let down by the board that they never backed Neil Lennon, you know. Even going down to, it, I said at the very beginning of the season, before a ball had been kicked, the fact that the goalkeeping situation at Celtic was not yeah. secured, the fact that they couldn't get Fraser Foster, or even the way that Craig Gordon was allowed to leave the club, I think they just assumed that that would be an easy transition. I think just at a goalkeeping position, you look at it at Rangers now, and, and the saves that Alan McGregor pulls off, they're pivotal.
8: Yeah, and I always say yeah. it's that they're worth f- 15 plus points mm-hmm. a season a top class goalkeeper and uh, listen a, cl- a team like Celtic you're always going to miss Fraser Foster he was mm-hmm. he was unbelievable last season Um and look they did give him money to go and spend mm-hmm. £5 million on Barkas
4: yeah. I think that's the, the, the fact they have spent money but they've just the recruitment hasn't worked for what the team have actually needed
7: news I mean, new just, just in breaking news Rob? De- Denmark and Austria are in Scotland's group so far okay. Scotland are in yeah. group F um, the draw is, is in uh, right. in one motion point. at the moment yeah. Uh, yeah. Denmark and Austria I wonder why yous so were moving so about yeah. and waving hands and whatever are
8: you listening meanly I speak yeah. no,
7: Barry can I just say we were actually listening <laughs> yeah. to you
6: we had a few <laughs> good points
4: in both sh- you use you as a first ignotus <laughs> listen it's <laughs> on the podcast
6: I never miss the podcast uh, up to a quarter of a million now uh, sorry what were you saying again England England Poland and Hungary that's group one so that's coming in during the programme tonight
4: excellent there
6: so there we are So Scotland Denmark we we're just, we're and just
7: we're actually just Proven this show is live I
6: was just recording Three weeks yeah. ago Listen there, There's some uh, Good nations to be up Against Rob Yeah,
8: yeah. Denmark and Austria That's not, not bad no. that at all no. Yeah Yeah winnable games uh, yeah. The way Scotland Are going just now Under, under Stevie Clark Good games as well yeah. Ones that you would, you would You would fancy Your chances in AJ,
6: before you go, uh, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, obviously there's the Lille match this weekend, but it's the, the the dead rubber. And then, you know, a run of games that, you know, Celtic from yesterday were looking to win every one.
3: Well, I think they've kind of fallen at the first hurdle with last weekend's result and um, the result as well. I just, yeah. I think when uh, post-match interviews and stuff with Neil Lennon, like Leanne was saying, there he's talking about culture and fitness. You know, yeah. I don't how, don't know how so far into the season we can still be talking about these things. Um, I really genuinely think he doesn't have an answer for it, um, and I just I don't yeah fear for for what the future few games will, especially Leal this week as well. Um, I can only imagine.
8: Barry. To be fair to Neil Len, I think he's talking about Lee Griffiths and Turnbull yeah. I don't think he's mm-hmm. talking no. as a squad as a whole no, in terms right. of the fitness but when you do listen to it you're thinking to yourself is he talking about the full squad then Those here?
4: are two players that would make a difference and There, there was a big on. urgency about signing David Turnbull sure. that yeah. was pushed through mm-hmm. You know at a point David Turnbull could still have been at Motherwell just yeah. now playing mm-hmm. out the season mm-hmm. and so, getting so, a, another six months worth of experience as a player yeah. he, he was bought he was taken in and he's not played that blows my mind why he's there
8: It's been a bit a stop he, start for him he's had the Covid situation with the 21 so he's been missing mm. for the last 10 or 14 mm. days but you look at David Turnbull and when Celtic went and spent 3 million pound on I'm mm. thinking what a, what a great signing that is I watched him plenty of times for Motherwell yep. he could easily easily play he did he right yesterday, 11. didn't he? when he came on he's a good player yeah. there, there's no doubt he was on
4: he, minutes and him and griffiths combined they yeah. the Really sure.
8: the get a goal yeah he's, he's he's a future starter mm-hmm. he, he could start just now rob i guess that
6: is the question can they still grind out results now and start to win
7: celtic yeah um, it seems not. I mean, mm-hmm. it just seems not. I mean, I, whatever he tries, he's. I mean, Neil Lennon's tried everything, hasn't he? Formations, changes of formation, changes of of personnel. He's criticised the players. Then he slapped them on the back. He, he's tried every sort of psychological approach as well to try and turn things around. And I think, that, I mean, that's why. That's why a lot of Celtic. Uh, fans have, have had enough of Neil Lennon because, because they just can't see that he is the man to, to make things happen. Okay, we'll speak to Davy Proven in about five minutes
6: time. We're going to go, Barry, remember on Friday, JC was on the line. He's back on. JC, we asked you to come back on. How are you? Evening, panel. How are you doing? Good evening. Good. Yes, yeah. it's JC part two. That's it. <laughs> JC, a very good win yesterday. Um, and you said you were going to come back on about the £200 million valuation of the squad.
10: Yeah, I was on at the, the tail end of last week. Um, unfortunately, I just got the, the last couple of minutes of the show, so I never managed to yeah. get too much of a discussion. So you oh. kindly invited me back on tonight. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We can discuss it further.
6: Thanks for coming back on. So what do you feel about that with Dave King saying 200 million? Leanne, Barry, I've already said, yeah, could be. What do you think of the valuation?
10: Personally, um, I've not heard i Sorry, I've been working. I've just finished. I don't know how much conversation you've had about it tonight, yeah. but... Um, going off his comments I mean the players that you look at And um, my you would be Kimara, Barisic, Tavernier, Morelos, Roof and Kent I think there's a list of what Six players, seven players that Straight away you're looking at I would say between 100 and 120 Potentially more depending on how This season plans out I think that you'll get a true Evaluation of what these players are worth Come the end of the season because the form That they're all showing just now is, is exceptional, and if they continue that to the end of the season, the value of them will just keep going up. So, I uh, thought probably a lot of people, especially maybe Celtic fans, probably more so than anyone, would, would be looking at their comments and and probably having a wee laugh to themselves. But if we're realistic, the, the 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 issue that we've had in Scotland over the past however many years is is not playing our game up enough, and, and probably accepting transfer values that probably weren't up to the standard of the player that they were buying so mm-hmm. I think going off the back of the, the Morelos saga and the some of there with Leo and and a few other um, offers perhaps that were on the board Rangers stuck to the guns um, Do you know if you, if you look at it From a Rangers perspective They stuck to the guns They could take 18 yeah. million But they're okay. the holding out so.
7: Right let's so see what a, Rob thinks Yeah well, Rob well, well I've got more breaking news yes. Israel uh-huh. I mean all uh-huh. Scotland All Scotland uh-huh. want and need At the moment is a game Against Israel <laughs> uh, It seems that we've played them Just every every three weeks Rob will get a house in Israel I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I know, And we'll be playing them again Because we've drawn them In the qualifiers yeah. for the World Cup okay. uh, Denmark, Austria, Israel So far are Scotland's Stablemates uh, Sorry to interrupt you JC. Nope. So you're going to get a thing About this show That every time you call in and We interrupt you or cut you off in your prime or whatever, but no, I think you, I think you make a, a really good point. And uh, sometimes when somebody uh, plucks a figure like that out of the air for the value of a squad, you think, no, wait a minute, how are you how are you get into that? But actually, when you start to list the players as you do, you, you can you can very quickly um, get to, to it that's not a crazy valuation at all. And I mean, Steven Gerrard spoke recently just about the the rising value of, of the players he's got around him.
8: Yep, and I would slap Aribo in there. Uh-huh, as yeah. well yeah. I think in time he will become a, a big player for Rangers and, and do you know what I don't think Dave King's too far away in his valuation no. you, you know the kind of money it goes on not just down the Premier League the Championship players I see guys Down the championship Which I've watched Quite a few times Going for 20-25 million And the Rangers players Are just as good as him, If not better
7: Even somebody That's just in the door Like Calvin Bassey Who they've presumably Paid very little for Because he's come Straight out of Leicester Leicester Youth Academy I mean The minute you actually Play him in first team And you look at him And you look at what He's capable of The athlete he is And all the rest of it I mean he already Is probably worth About 5 million
8: Potentially Mm. He could be a what a find for Stephen Gerrard no first team experience plucked him from uh, the reserves at Leicester I think if he keeps going the way he's going he could have a big future
6: Final word Leanne the 200 million we totted up there up to about 120 million is 200 maybe a bit Ambitious. I don't think it's far off it.
4: When you, I don't know if Kimara was included in that as well, Barry touched on yeah. that mm-hmm. earlier. There's yeah. certainly money within that squad. I think what Rangers fans sure. might be hoping is that you don't sell all of them and it's a rebuilding <laughs> job again.
8: there <laughs> will no, no, no sell them in January, believe that me. That'll, that'll be
7: me. the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought sell I thought you were talking about your five-year deal at Glasgow City, 200 million. I thought oh, that's course. what that was. How can Not you get a much. five-year deal at 34?
4: Oh. When you're as fit as me. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Coming <laughs> into our prime, aren't you? We're back after this.
4: The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go!
6: Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Monday to Friday Paul Cooney tonight with Rob McLean Leanne Crichton of Glasgow City and Scotland she's off to Prague Sparta Prague this week in the Christmas Champions markets, League yeah, well, Christmas markets Paul
8: Christmas markets as well yeah <laughs> 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 I, I, like, I like a good Christmas market
6: you do aye uh, yeah, yeah and that is the voice of course of uh, Barry Ferguson uh, the ex-Celtic Celtic Scotland <laughs> oh <dear>. and Rangers <laughs> oh oh it's the ex-Celtic star Davy Proven who's on the line now Davy good evening Paul, how are you? I ah, good, thanks. I think I think we're getting there. It's been
7: uh, we're just hearing the Scotland yeah, the draw. Yeah, uh, yeah. Davey, Davey, are you ready for some more yeah. breaking news? Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> it's a good time
9: we played Israel,
7: isn't it? I know exactly. It's been, it's been at least two and a half weeks. Uh, yeah, Faroe yeah. Islands and Moldova are, are the other uh, giant killers in yeah. our group. So wow. that that completes it. So Faroe Islands, Moldova, Israel, Denmark, Austria, Scotland. That is that is our group, Davey. What what do you think of that?
9: Well, i tell you what, it's, it's not glamorous at all, but it, it's a favourable group in terms of getting out of it, isn't
7: it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm.
9: Davey, I mean, if you look at Northern yeah. Ireland and against Italy and Switzerland, but, you know, I, would, I would take uh, Moldova and Faroes and everyone else.
6: We knew you'd be ahead there with uh, being from Sky as well. Uh, yeah. He is on the ball there. Davy. we're obviously looking at uh, Celtic tonight. Couldn't get the win yeah. yesterday. In fact, at one point it looked as though they would be a one-goal defeat. What did you feel at full-time yesterday? What do you think is going to happen?
9: I I do think it's becoming increasingly difficult to make a case for for Neil Lennon now. Um, You know, the the Ross County result was an embarrassment, but I think you you could argue that the St. Johnson uh, result was even more damaging. You know, because this season for Celtic is all about this league title. And if Dermot Desmond Desmond believes Celtic still have an interest in this, this championship... And you could argue that it's over already. Very unlikely that Celtic will catch Rangers. But if Dermot Desmond still feels Celtic can win this, I think he has to make the change now. Uh, And I say that because you have to look at the performances over the last six, seven weeks, and there's not been an ounce of improvement. Same mistakes being made over and over again. And uh, I think, and I'm reluctant to say this, given Neil Lennon's service to the club, but I I do think that dressing room needs to hear a new voice.
7: Davey, has has the Celtic hierarchy, do you think, been caught napping here, that this just was not something that was at all on the agenda for them, that, that Celtic would be so far behind so early on?
9: Well, they've been caught napping for the last five or six years, if you ask me, Rob, because... Celtic's problems extend beyond Neil Lennon and, and the players in that dressing room. They, they go right through the club, you know, from recruitment all the way to the boardroom. You know, this is a, for me this is a, this is a smug, self-satisfied board who love trading their balance sheet every year, uh, and they've been caught asleep at the wheel. You know, they they, they thought they had Rangers exactly where they wanted them. Uh, they had the monopoly in Champions League mo- uh, money every single year, and look at the situation they find themselves in now. And that, 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 that goes to the very top of the house.
6: Mm-hmm. What is going to happen, David? Do you think they are looking now to make a, a big signing as manager and write off this season and uh, build for the future?
9: Well, they, they must have made some contingency, Paul, because this hasn't just happened overnight. You know, the, the performances have been poor from the beginning of the season. Um, certainly over the last month or so, Dermot Desmond, uh, I'm sure, would have been drawn up a short list and talking to people. Mm. The problem is, it's not a very attractive job at the moment. Whoever comes in might go down, or probably will go down, as the man who who was there when Celtic failed to win the the ten. So they're in a really difficult position.
6: To be fair, it looks as though Davy. Would you say we asked Barry and Leanne and Rob at the beginning? Is it all but over now? The, the the title, and they should look to the future. Do you think Rangers? You know, they've not wrapped up. Nothing's wrapped up at this time of the year, but. You don't see them slipping up, do you?
9: I just don't see anything in Celtic's forum to suggest they can turn this round. Um, Rangers will certainly drop points. The question you have to ask yourself: Are Celtic in a place and in good enough form to, you know, to to capitalise on any Rangers mistakes? And the answer would be no. And and that that is the problem for Neil Lennon. There's not an ounce of improvement. That they've lost all the biggies this this season. The, the biggest game of the lot was, was Firms-Farris to get into the Champions League and the the money that that brings into the club. And it's a game they started with Ryan Christie up front. You know, a, a Yeti and Klimala on the bench. Lee Griffiths not even fit enough. Uh, it's been a shambles right through the season. Lost the first old Firm game. Um, and it, it just has not got an ounce. I, I haven't seen an ounce of improvement, and that, that is the worry. And as I said, it gives me no pleasure at all. To, to say that Neil Lennon sh- should go. But that is the nature of this business, particularly in Glasgow, and particularly in this season where 10 in a row is on the line.
7: And Davy, the, these Neil Lennon interviews now are pretty painful to watch and to listen to uh, because as he tries to justify his claim that he can turn things around and he sees some green shoots of, of recovery, I mean, the the evidence just ain't there, is it?
9: That that's the problem, Rob. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, if if they were playing well and and, and were being unlucky in games, you might make a case for Neil Lennon and try and cut them a bit of slack. But but they're not playing well. You know, the evidence is, is right in front of our eyes. Um, and the other the other problem they have is that, that Rangers are allowing Celtic no margin for error at all. Rangers are going like a steam train. Um, and you know, I go back to my original point. If 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 David Desmond thinks that there's enough football left in this campaign that Celtic can claw this back. He has to make the change now for me.
8: Davey, I know there's been a lot made of obviously Neil Lennon and the coaching staff, but see Celtic as a squad. Do you think it's coming to an end um, in uh, terms of the personnel It's in that squad?
9: Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think there's a generation best summed up by Scott Brown. Um, and I've had my... I've had plenty to say about Scott Brown over the years, but I genuinely feel sorry for him. You know, he's, he's carried that team for years. And for me, he's not had enough help in terms of the quality coming into the, the dressing room. I mean, you're you no know better than anybody, Barry, Barry, looking at some of the players who walked into that Rangers dressing room when you were there. The lift it gives the place when a proper player walks into the dressing room. Uh, and Celtic's recruitment has been rotten. Absolutely rotten. You know, the, the, the game I referred to, the Firm's Varys game, Celtic, Celtic spent £14 million on six players in, in the last window. Only two of them were in early enough and were fit enough to start the biggest game of the season. What does that say about recruitment forward planning? It's desperate. Is it
7: penny-pinching, Davy?
9: I, I, don't, I don't think it's penny-pinching, although you, you, you have to ask the question why they, they lost John McGinn. It would seem that was down to to money, here you had a Celtic daft boy who would have walked through from from Easter Road to sign for the club and and was allowed to slip through the club's fingers and that for me has to come down to money. Um, Conversely that they're paying some very, very average players really good money so they're not getting value you know yeah. even when they do spend money they're not getting value
7: they, they could also have signed london dikes for about 750k i think and mm-hmm. and he could have started up front against ferenc varos at that point um, look at what he's done since and then the goalkeeping mm-hmm. scenario as well where david marshall was on the market as a free agent and they had they had craig gordon on the property um, and, and they've let both go and they've been jumping mm. between Bain and Barkas and neither neither's worked out. And Leanne, that's
9: something, well, Davey yeah. said
7: that. So on you go, Davey.
9: Yeah. yeah, again, it comes down to recruitment. And I, I've got no problem, I don't know Nicky Hammond at all. I've never spoken to him. Uh, they tell me he's good at his job, but you can only go with what is in front of your eyes. And, you know, some of the players that have been brought into the club are not up to, to, to scratch, and the ones they have paid good money for are offering no value. So I don't know how you can make a case for, for recruitment. Neil, Neil Lennon and Peter Lowell at last November's AGM uh, made a, a specific effort to talk up Nicky Hammond and what a good job he was making in terms of recruitment. I don't see it, I'm sorry. And I've been watching football for a long number of years. I don't see it.
4: Davey, it's Leanne. Do you think if they made a, made a change just now... A manager could come in and get something out of that dressing room that's in there.
9: Well, first of all, it, it, it's got to be it's got to be somebody who can make an impact, Leon, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
9: a real impact. Um, and to do that, you would need you would arguably need a big name, a big personality. The, you know, we've, we've heard various names: Martin O'Neill, Roy Keane, Gordon Strachan. Um, if 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 you were asking me to pick a name out there, Roy Keane. Mm-hmm. You know, Roy Do you Keane, think
4: just as a short term, Phil? Well, just... even,
9: I, I don't know whether Roy Keane would agree to come to the club in the short term. He'd mm-hmm. probably want something a bit longer.
4: Yeah.
9: But he's the type of character who would walk into the dressing room and get immediate respect. And I, I think he would get a reaction. You know, when, when Roy Keane took his first job in management, he walked into a Sunderland dressing room in 2006 when they were lying second bottom of the championship. He won the league with them. Mm-hmm. Now that that for me is down to impact You could argue that subsequently His managerial record hasn't been great But he would make an impact And I think I think unless Celtic are prepared To give this title up As, as Rob said earlier on And, and just say oh, it's gone okay We look longer term If they still believe they can win this title They, they need a manager who can walk into that dressing room And get an impact, make think, an impact and, get reaction.
7: and And he would certainly put a rocket under it Wouldn't he? I mean his, his style might be exactly what Celtic need I actually think it's
4: the opposite I would need to disagree with that. I like the the concept of a Roy Keane, but I actually think the problem in that Celtic dressing room just now is that it's more of a modern dressing room with a, a group of players that need an identity. They actually need to be told specifically what they're meant to do, where they should be. It needs to be coached. The way Brendan Rodgers coached that team, you will struggle to find another coach, I think, like that at that level with that amount of detail. But I think they look lost. They're just making it up. Barry, what about Roy Keane?
8: Yeah I agree with what David says but it worries me a bit more than day footballers yeah. a, a character like, like Roy Keane as yeah. walking into a dressing room um I, I didn't mind um getting told mm-hmm. um to my face that it wasn't good enough but you but know it's changing It yeah. is changing but that's that's yeah. a worrying thing about modern day football for me Davey,
6: we've run out of time. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, Will we do it again on Thursday in the oh, studio? Oh,
9: pleasure. I'll, I'll see you half past four for a couple of people. We'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Socially baby. distanced.
6: It's a great point you make, Leanne. We're going to discuss that and more. And you could be off to Marhall for a four ball after the news.
0: The Ball Radio
3: Football Show.
0: Let's go!
6: After a weekend when Celtic could only draw at home to St. Johnson, is the league title effectively over? What do you think? 08-08, 17-17, 700, a long way to go. But Celtic have gone five home games without a win for the first time in over 60 years. What do the Celtic fans think? Meanwhile, Rangers, 13 points clear, 25 games unbeaten and uh, James Tavernier scoring again here's the manager speaking about his captain well he's certainly playing at a very consistent level and since we've come
2: in I've never seen James at this level in terms of consistency game to game and there's a difference in him in terms of his hunger and his preparation he's right in the zone um, so that's where we need to keep him he's showing incredible leadership on and off the pitch really proud of him he's just got to continue to push the boys along with the staff and keep going challenge to challenge
6: so the momentum with Rangers very much there in European action on Thursday Lech Poznan Celtic at home to Lee But Celtic, of course, uh, out of Europe, Rangers into the last 32. Celtic drawing 1-1, as we mentioned, and Neil Lennon was asked afterwards, he was asked about his own position.
1: Listen, that's natural, and I can't comment on my own position constantly. What will be will be, you know, and we're still very determined to work away at it and make things better. I'm concerned about the performances myself, you know, rather than the results. Performances have to be better and a few moments ago Davy Proven was suggesting if he does go uh, they
8: should bring in Roy Keane. <laughs> um it, w- it would be obviously uh, I mean he's he, he played with Celtic uh, I think he was up for 6 months. Yeah. Um he, he's had managerial experience. Um but one thing about Roy Keane is um he speaks his mind and he's brutally honest and I don't know if Footballers nowadays like that type of character. Um, certainly, if you're asking me, I would have loved somebody like that to, to, to come in and and um, not have a pot but let you know things are are not good enough. Would he have an impact on the players when they see Roy Keane walking in. Yeah, listen, because of what he's he's done in the game, there's no doubt he was a fantastic midfielder. Um, played at the highest level, Um as I said, he he played for Celtic for six months, and um, look. If he come in, would it make a big difference? You, you wouldn't know until he actually walked through the door, but one thing you would get with Roy Keane would would be, as I mentioned a minute or so ago, would mm-hmm. be honesty.
7: Yep. I tell you who'd be rolling out a red carpet for Roy Keane to come to Celtic would be the media.
8: <laughs> yeah, oh, he, <laughs> yeah. he would be box office. Yeah. That, that's for sure. Yeah. I think the, the media conferences would be... Um, everybody would want a, a piece of him. And look, I watch him plenty of times on Sky, I'm sure we all do, yeah. and I, I love I, I love oh, listening yeah.
4: to him. I would be interested to know, though, what Celtic fans thought of that Mm -hmm. because for me I don't see too many differences between possibly what Neil Lennon is like as a manager and what Roy Keane two very similar characters on the pitch in terms of management and how they deliver information if I was Neil Lennon the concern for me is that Neil Lennon has completely changed his own identity to try and manufacture success with the team that he's now got and if I was him you would just go back to basics be true to who you are Coach the team the way you think it should be coached and give it everything that you've got. I don't doubt that he's not giving it everything that he's got, but I just mean you cannot try and be somebody else to please people because it only lasts for so long.
6: What does that mean, Leanne? Is this the way that people have to be these days? Things have changed. I think the
4: game's totally changed. Totally changed policy all the time. Young players that, even in training sessions, they don't respond well to a raised voice. They don't like, they need information to be clear and concise. It's the way the game is now. There's so mm. much information that can be delivered. I spoke about it earlier, sports science, GPS, statistics. Young players want to know every aspect of detail before they step on that pitch. Mm. What they don't want to be told is that you're no good, like it, Barry said.
8: It's what no good for the game.
4: It's not, but the game's I, changed I know, like that now, I, I, I that and like society's it. changed because Again, young they people want
8: their are handheld. As soon as they, they cross that white line, they the game's changed Every totally single thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. But
4: I think people need to accept that that's how, that is. Society now we've changed. Young people are much more emotional. They're much more aware of their emotions. Sports people are no different to that. What you've got is a blend. I spoke about it earlier in that Celtic dressing room between young and old, new and old. And you need to get that balance right. And I think that has to be somebody that can emotionally connect with these players and deliver the message in a way that they understand.
6: Rob, what do you think? You know, We've been around the game observing mm. for years and yeah. years. You hear Barry saying, I don't like that. They should yeah. still be able to
8: tell people the truth. What, take, and, take your own responsibility. They, yeah. they want to be told every single thing before they walk out on that pitch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you take your own responsibility when you walk on that pitch. Yeah, a manager or a coach will give you some guidelines but when you cross that white line, it's up to you to go and take that responsibility on your own shoulders. And that, and that's the
7: plan. That, that will be the plan. That will be what Dermot Desmond and Peter Law were thinking about. Uh, the, their plans have been thrown up in the air because Celtic are so far adrift, so far behind Rangers at the moment. Uh, they would have looked... To do this, to make this big change at the end of the season, to have a new head coach, to have a new squad, to have a clear out, to sell their, their, some of their assets, yeah. and to, and to start again with almost with a blank sheet of paper to start again. That's the that's the end of that. That was the glorious uh, nine in a row era. Um, now it, now it's begin again. But I, th- I think what we should say at this point as well, though, we're we're talking about Roy Keane. We're talking about potential successors. There is a man still in the job yeah. at the moment, um, and Neil Lennon uh, deserves the greatest of respect. From everybody, because of what he's done as player and coach and and manager, and and no one should should forget that. And 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 the, the scenes outside Celtic Park, you know, have been it's horrendous. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, yeah. and and those those are. Those Celtic fans
8: should know a hell of a lot a, a lot, lot of people have got short memories I think Rob makes a good point What, what successes he's brought to Celtic you No, know, As a player, first and foremost He was excellent i come up against him plenty of times to know that What was he like? Yeah. Yeah, he was a fiery customer yeah. But I liked that. You both mean Yeah, I didn't mind that at all His first spell as Celtic manager Successful Brought silverware He's come in at a, a tough time And yeah. Brendan yeah. Rodgers decided to go down south He came in, he took over he steadied the ship and he brought more silverware. So I think a lot of people have got short memories and he does deserve mm-hmm. a lot more respect than he's getting. And Leanne, in less than two weeks,
6: he'll lead Celtic out in the Scottish Cup final 2020 and could win a quadruple treble.
4: And there'll be no surprise if he does. That That's the strangest football. Mm-hmm. We've sat here and spoke about his future, about Celtic as a team, a rebuilding job. If they're going to win the quadruple treble, then... The you know Celtic fans will be high as kites again and it'll go on and on because that's what we love about Scottish football that's what we do and that's how we speculate and Rob you're right, Neil Lennon does deserve respect and the scenes in the last couple of weeks the protests outside Celtic Park are nothing short of disgusting for me, no football player or no football manager should be treated to that sort of behaviour from their own fans yeah, you
8: also understand that there is anger and frustration. We all get that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I've been through it myself yeah, as a and player, it's, and it's been exacerbated because of the way but, we've
7: been for the last nine yeah, months. Yeah, because well. everybody,
8: obviously, with the COVID situation, it's been tough, and we get it. I've been through not as bad, but went through a, a tough time when in my playing days at Rangers, and fans are not happy. And they've got every right, but I, I think it was a bit over the top. Um, for what what happened outside the the stadium. The, the other thing about it is,
7: it's not his decision. You know, when he's getting asked about it continually about, you know, are you the man to turn it around? And you know, he gets asked on an almost hourly basis, and he gets exasperated with it. it. It's you know, it's some, it's 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 for Dermot Desmond and for Peter Lowell and for those above him to make this decision Um, at the moment he's been left hanging on
6: let's hear a bit more from him last night so after the match and it must be tough he never shies away Rob does he? He no he doesn't that's one thing you've got to say about him he does doesn't he? he, he's a fighter
8: he comes straight out 10-15 minutes after Some tough results over the last month or so and he faces a camera. And even going back a bit further, I mean, I I remember when Celtic lost that Scottish Cup
7: semi-final to Ross Kenty, um, which is a team that's got a place in my heart because that's where I come from. Uh, I'd actually just rejoined the BBC uh, at that stage. I'd I'd been working for Satanta. Um, It was one of my first gigs back with the BBC and there I was uh, interviewing him. Um, out, yeah. Straight out of the dressing room at Hamden, having lost the Scottish Cup semi-final, and he shirked nothing, mm-hmm. and, and that's his style. He, he, yeah, he, ne- uh, he never has done, and never will. You ask him a question, and he'll give you an answer. Right, yeah, here because, he is
1: speaking about player pressure. Players uh, have to, you know, rise above that. They have to show character and personality. And they've got plenty of that, plenty of it. They're just um, in a bit of a slump at the minute, you know. And we're trying everything to reinvigorate them, but um, definitely a lack of tempo in our player today, and that's not like us. Barry.
8: Yeah, just what, Rob, what uh, Rob mentioned there. I mean, after a defeat, your emotions are, are raw and he, he takes his time to come out and he speaks to it. And that's where you, you've got to give people credit. Um, as you say, the, the amount of flak that's went, been flying around yeah. for the, the, the last month or so, it's tough. But one thing he doesn't do, he comes out and he doesn't hide. And he shows what Type of characters, he's fighting, he is, he, he's, he, fighting, for yeah, he's right. fighting, yeah, he's fighting, yeah, uh, you know, a lot just more needs at his, times
7: than, than what's happening on the pitch, mm.
8: yeah. But I think that's the thing that will disappoint him. He'd want to see that same fight from his um, his players as well. Do you think he'll be there for the cup final a week yep. on Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah he he will. I, 100? Yeah.
6: Yeah.
9: It
8: would be cruel, wouldn't it? Not to, uh, well, uh, well the, the board came out last week and back him, yeah, and uh, I know, um. We spoke about it. I think it was Wednesday before the AC Milan game. It was a tough game. Listen, we all know how good a, a team AC Milan were, but over there, the, the good twenty minutes, then they they done the usual. Celtic the once the the first goal went in, they kind of collapsed a bit, mm. and then you're expecting a response yesterday. They didn't get it, um, but look, the board came out and they've backed them, and I'm, I, I've no doubt, I've no doubt that they'll they'll um, give them time.
7: Yeah, it would be cruel, but it would also be crazy. To, to change the manager a fortnight before a cup final
4: unless you were hoping for some sort of player yeah, bounce well, yeah, I mentioned yeah, but, that earlier but, but I just yeah. think it would be madness I don't think and, it, I
7: think and I think if they had a quick fix if they had somebody waiting in the wings uh-huh. then then we'd have seen which seen I, them by now
4: which I don't think there is and no. I don't think there will be any no. soon you know I, I, don't, I really don't see it changing I think with the the conversations and the way Neil Lennon's come out and spoke honestly, but even the before Ross County, spoke mm. about the, the meeting that they'd had as a group of players and staff and how open they were and yep. transparent they were with each other. The meetings with the board that they've backed him, he reiterated that yesterday. I don't think there's any doubt that his future, at least for the short term, is safe, you know. And, and mm. I think
7: he'll be hoping um, that what happened in the semi-final happens in the final because they just found that switch to flick... In the semi-final against Aberdeen, and they found twenty minutes of quality football to kill off the opposition, and th- and that was that. You know, suddenly when there was silverware yeah. on the horizon, the, they managed to find something. The cup
4: final could be that, Rob. You know, mm. if they, if that Celtic team go on and they get that bit of success, and, and they're able to celebrate that, what you might see is is a fire lighting amongst these players that some of them probably don't really get what it's all about yeah. a lot of the new players that have come in there's not. they don't even have the, the joy of having the fans there to share those mm-hmm. games with at the weekend, would it be different if the fans were there possibly, even Neil Lennon's a manager that feeds off of that, he fed off the atmosphere as a player, he does it as a manager, um, I think probably some of these Celtic players are going what, what is this, mm-hmm. you know we've been a costly at Celtic Park we've lost one game yeah. in the mm-hmm. season domestically mm-hmm it's a crisis some of them are probably struggling to get their heads around it because yeah. it maybe doesn't feel as bad whereas that wee, wee bit of fire in the cup final could change uh, that
8: i also seen a bit the day I think his, his terms his um, percentage in terms of win ratio is the second highest a, a yep. Celtic manager I think only Martin O'Neill yep. yeah. mm-hmm. Martin O'Neill uh, beats him just now there's never been a time like this has there it's unbelievable there's no yeah. fans in Rangers are on
6: form all respect to Rangers I know they're taking it game at a time but you know it could be an invincible season for Rangers could be. Who's going to take <laughs> well, points off okay, Rangers? Well, talking, talking
7: of stats, Barry. I mean, I saw somebody uh, produce some stats today of Celtic in their the invincible season mm-hmm. and Rangers now, and Rangers were a good few points better off than, than Celtic were in their invincible season after 16 games Rangers sir yeah, yeah uh-huh. Rangers better ok
6: let's talk Rangers for a moment uh, well more than a moment we can speak for Rangers uh, and Celtic for the rest of the programme the other teams as well what about Jermaine Defoe his 800th senior appearance yesterday and he turned on a bit of magic that last goal let's hear the manager speak about the striker
2: um, it wouldn't surprise me if he went on and played beyond this season he's got a really important part to play for us we know he can't go Thursday Sunday, Thursday Uh, that's not fair so the plan with JD is give him the right training programme treat him slightly different I think he deserves that and then when we need him like today hopefully he'll be in the right shape to go and hurt opposition teams because his movement and his touch and where he needs to be still got it
8: Barry, 800 matches Yeah and most of them have been at the the, the top level I know he spent a year or so over in the MLS Mm -hmm. um, but no, what what a fantastic player always loved watching him uh, I've seen him close up on a few occasions um, I, I was lucky enough to be at a game and he, his movement for his age as well and clearly the guy looks after himself to be in that condition at 38 year old and still play at a high level and score goals um, you've got to give him every credit and as the manager mentioned there he's so important not just for the, the team but also the strikers round about the club it must be great for the younger players to learn off somebody like Jermaine Defoe Leanne did you see it? Did you see his goal? His goal was, was different yeah, class, wasn't
4: it? I don't, you can you cannot teach that Listen it the
7: commentator then for those <laughs> who didn't at home. So, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it, but it is an education to watch him, yeah, you yeah. know, and you do hope that that the youngsters at Rangers are having a close look and taking every opportunity they can to, to speak to him as well because he's he's very much available to to talk to people about what he does. But I mean, the, the balls. The ball's played into him by I think it was Ryan Kent whipped yeah. in the whipped in the cross. He did his back to goal. He'd about three Ross County defenders around him, and he just took a touch. It was it he did
4: really good. He chased yeah. down the defender, dispossessed him. Yeah. And just his awareness though to know on the turn. I think he controlled it with outside his right foot. Managed to get it yeah. on the swivel, and it's I mean to work with that. I think day in, day out, he's bringing more quality and value to Rangers. Than just being a player, you know, I, he must be speaking to the strikers that are there. You know, he must be a couple of them staying behind it. At, you would want it. You would want to, would want yeah, to no, take I'm every bit every bit that. of knowledge yeah. that you could possibly get. And mm. I think we're having somebody like Steven Gerrard there, who's experienced. I mean, the the fours a player as well. You would know how good he was. You would be in the rear saying, "Go and do a bit." Yeah, you Is,
8: got, to, got to listen to him. Yeah. I'd be saying if I was the manager to the the other forwards, go and spend half an hour. with him listening to him. Lean on every single thing he says. Mm-hmm. No. Love about him as well, he scores all sorts of goals, does not it? It could be a tap in, it could be like a goal he scored yesterday, the one he scored a few weeks back. That's I was sure. out of the Livingston game, his movement and finish was unbelievable. And, and, and the one at Falkirk the oh, previous weekend, yep.
7: you know, where he where he puts it he puts it to the only place he can possibly score, which is almost <laughs> nicking the far post. He's he's only scored four goals this season, but, but they're all kind of collector's items in their own way, because they're all they're all top quality, aren't
8: they? And is he still at that age you still get the appetite he still he looks if he's, de- he yep. he he's desperate. He looks as if he's desperate to play every game. Look, he's got to realise that he's getting to an age where obviously he's known the European squads, yeah. it gives him that bit of respite. But what a player to have sitting available for Rangers. And he must be good for Morellas as well. Yeah, wonder what the I, chat is with those two, Leanne.
4: I know, and I think even if, if you were to watch Jermaine Defoe, you never really see him. Irate. You no. never see him stressed. Everything just looks, you know. Chances will come and chances will go, and, and he's there to, to try again. And I tell
7: you, I saw him, <laughs> stre- I saw him stressed at Falkirk when, <laughs> when Cedric Ekin didn't play him in. I knew uh, you were going to say that. Other than <laughs> in moments like that. And but he was jumping up and down, bec- you know, because he's still at age 38. He's still got that real hunger mm-hmm. to score goals. That's it's, it. what, it's what he loves and doing.
4: I, I think what he probably feels though in those moments is that he gives quite a lot back to other people, trying to help them make them better. The mm. least they could do is put it in a fight yeah, for me. He's yeah. not selfish either. No.
8: If you watch him. Yeah.
4: I think that's why he gets yeah. mad though that's what I'm yeah. saying he would pass up a chance if it made it an easier goal for, right. for you or somebody else and they don't return that favour
6: That's Leanne Crichton with Leanne Crichton with Barry Ferguson Rob McLean and me Paul Cooney uh, John Beaton's going to be the cup final referee so great occasion for him good referee Barry
8: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no bad, John Dean. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Very diplomatic
8: answer,
6: <laughs> yes. Of course, you are under the auspices of the SFA as the manager of uh, Kelty Hearts. Um, so that's Cup Final a week on Sunday. Rob, you'll be doing that on the telly? Yes, yes. I,
7: will. I will indeed. You'll yep. be there for if the I nation. Think, uh, yeah, I think yep. Martin O'Neill is part of the ah, studio right? setup um good. for that one, so that will be good Good to have him on the show. Right. John, us-
4: John Beaton will be disappointed, I reckon, because even the, the refs, they, they don't get too many Cup Finals in their careers, and this one's closed doors and it mm. takes away you know, are they, you
7: suggesting John Beaton will miss the, the fans I think
4: for referees a it's, it's, fun, the it's the pinnacle of Everybody, their careers at times he's on the
7: telly
6: listen he was fitter than
4: me when we did the, the referee programme last year
6: oh, was he no yeah, no, no not at all of course not <laughs> <laughs> No,
8: <Nah.
4: laughs> watched that <laughs> alright
6: you could be on the radio next and you could be off to Mar Hall for the four ball that's coming competition it's Leanne Crichton against Barry Ferguson coming next well, it will come shortly <laughs> James will be with us in a second or two uh, we're going to do we that competition our, we can we recap the World Cup draw let's we? do that actually I know a lot of you will be in to the
8: toilet
7: I know a lot of you to the show uh, as we go along not all of you listen from five o'clock of course there's a podcast on which you can uh, catch up uh, in the World Cup qualifiers Scotland have been drawn with Denmark Austria uh, Israel Faroes and Moldova. So I think I mean that that looks a really good draw. And in terms of the the top seeds, um, I think we'd have taken Denmark because I think we've maybe missed out on the the top seven in the in the on the FIFA list of teams that we could have had. So that, that's not. But you'd take Denmark of the top mob. Very well covered. Yeah. We'll come back to that Thank shortly. You.
3: The Bull Radio Football Show.
0: Let's go.
6: After a weekend win in the SPFL, Hamilton, a one-goal victory against Kilmarnock. They were 10 men for much of the game. Livingston, two, Dundee United, nil. Marvin Bartley, who'll be with us uh, he's with us most weeks, he
7: uh, was man of the match and got one of the goals. Doesn't happen too often, Rob. That was his first goal for about a year, I think. I think he just does. Yeah.
4: Basical kick as well, did you hear that? Yeah, I saw it, I saw <laughs> it.
7: Yeah, no, I think he might have, could have done himself a nasty, but, I, but <laughs> reaching up that high, to be honest. But I think one a year, you know, he makes it a good one, doesn't he? Yeah, good yep.
8: on him. I, I seen it on United. It was still quite strong. Yeah, they, yeah they I don't it. think they were greatly affected to yep. be honest like Nicky Clark
4: was really
8: the only one for the, yeah, the, the mainstay in their team yeah. Yeah. but it still but had a, a strong start
7: I, in 11, I was having did. a wee bit of a chat with uh, yep. with Marv on Twitter and he was asking whether he could count his goals in training I think he was at that stage <laughs> when he was count, <laughs> counting goals in training but, <laughs> but now
6: he's got one in a match good win for them a good win for Hibs 3-0 at Motherwell and yet that game was tighter than you thought Motherwell thought they had a goal chopped off Hibs go third in the table because Aberdeen drew 1-1 at St Mirren then on Sundays you know The 12 o'clock game Was Ross County Four Rangers Nil eh, Ross County Nil Rangers Four And uh, Celtic One St Johnson One So Rangers 25 games Unbeaten Your old sides Barry Who is going to Stop them
8: It's going to take um, A a big effort For somebody To stop them 25 games Unbeaten Is an unbelievable Run they're on Um, And and do you know what Every game um, the confidence just keeps growing, and some of the individual performances have been excellent. But collectively, as a team, um, they're playing extremely well just now. Okay, ready for the competition?
5: We'll win on the Go Radio football show with our friends at Mar Hall. Their five-star grand mansion in the Scottish countryside awaits you.
6: So, who's ready to play Goal in One with Mar Hall? Right now, we've got an amazing four ball experience with our friends at Mar Hall, the spectacular 18-hole championship Earl of Mar course. It's up for grabs here on the Go Radio Football Show. We're going to play a game called Goal in One, and here's how it works. You pick a pundit to represent you, so it's either Barry, or Leanne, both go head-to-head in a quiz consisting of five goal-related questions and whoever comes out on top wins the prize for their contestant. So on the line, first we have Nicola from the East End of Glasgow. Hi Nicola. Hiya. How are you?
3: I'm good thanks, I
6: Good, yep, yeah, we're really well, thank you. So is it going to be Leanne Crichton or Barry Ferguson for you?
3: Uh, being a Rangers fan It
6: has to be Barry uh, What do you think of Barry What was your There say hello to Barry There you are You're on yep. How you doing Hi
4: Barry <laughs> You're putting me under usable. A bit of pressure yes, here
8: Terrible
4: <laughs> Oh you should be used to that When you used to
8: all fun Aye true Oh he true. loves a bit of pressure <laughs> On the
4: other
6: line Is Grant from Milton of Campsey. Hi Grant Good evening Hi Paul How are you ah, Good Really well thank you And say hi to Leanne Leanne Crichton's with us Hi Grant yeah. How are
4: we Hi Leanne You ready to do this absolutely i'm terrible at quizzes though but i'm hoping you're pretty good uh rob is the adjudicator
6: Uh, can i tell you they're both a wee bit nervous about this rob aren't they
7: yeah who barry and leanne yes certainly not certainly not our contestants by the sense of it no
6: well they don't have to do anything they could be winning the uh four ball at mar hall
8: all right so cheating leon
6: yeah (laughs) nicholas standing by yep grant you ready yep i'm ready right here we go question number one so just shout out Barry or Leanne Whoever gets it first Rob's watching How, how, yep. how, will, how will we know which
7: of them
5: Just
4: shouts, ask shou- the question Rob Forget will. it His, Come on
7: Barry's voice is a bit higher oh, steady <laughs> I told you play it straight for the next two minutes
4: Google and my phone works quicker I think
6: Big prize Question number one Who scored the winning goal in the 2017 Scottish Cup final Between Aberdeen and Celtic 2017 Scottish Cup final
4: Christie.
6: You said Edward. No it isn't You said Ryan Christie it's Tom Rogic
4: Is <laughs> that, uh, that one what? No, for us? Grant got that yeah. I
8: knew the producer James would put A Celtic question yeah. in Grant Grant gave that one James uh, there Because we could have Given you a second chance
6: okay, Right we're so up to a great start It was Tom Rogic Remember that <laughs> yeah. Right next one Stand by Leanne Watch I'm for this one Barry Who is Scotland's National Women's Team All time top goal scorer? Julie Fleeting Julie Fleeting oh, man.
4: You've been oh, hanging you know About the women's about game Long enough You should have oh, known honestly, that Honestly This Maybe. is a setup.
6: This is a Nicola, I
4: told you at the start You'd made the
6: wrong choice Right <laughs> Question number three of five Who became the youngest ever Men's World Cup final scorer In the 2018 final Scoring in the final Between France and Croatia Youngest?
8: Oh no! I don't want you to say actually there. Gillian well. Mbappe I say it. So, Nicola, yep. you've got one. <laughs> <laughs> Adjudicator robe.
4: Uh, can, can con- no I, way.
7: Can I just confirm
6: this is falling apart already? Yes. No way.
4: All
6: right, I think we're going to agree to that one. You knew that anyway. Julian Mbappe the scorer there. Right, we'll just uh, next one, two to go. Who's the top SPFL scorer of all time? Top scorer in the Premiership uh, in Scotland of all time?
4: Ali McCoyst?
8: It's a good one, but it's not Ali Chris Boyd.
4: It's Chris oh, Boyd, so you've so inched
8: ahead. i just let you jump in there, no, did <laughs> <I think. laughs>
4: You just didn't want to embarrass yourself in case it was a Rangers so player.
6: <laughs> Nicola and Barry, that's 2-1 for you. Yeah, Rob, is that what, right? we what, what like
4: robbery, Grant.
6: We've got a, a tie-break question. Okay, here we are, the final one.
4: Listen I'm the
7: the adjudicator You didn't say I was a scorekeeper as well
6: I I, I haven't a clue Right here we go Ready Who is Rangers Oldest ever competitive goal scorer The oldest ever competitive goal scorer David Weir David Weir You reckon You're right He's right He's done it Correct Barry Fergus is right Well done Congratulations And Nicola Guess what You're the winner Well done Nicola, what do you want to say to Barry?
5: Thanks
3: very much Barry
8: (laughs) Not a problem Nicola, not a problem Leanne's still
4: kicking me (laughs) Leanne's
8: just kicking me here I apologise to
4: Grant (laughs) Grant's there (laughs) Sorry Grant
8: That's okay Leanne
6: Well congratulations, Yeah, thanks Grant Nicola you've won and if anyone else wants to play go to online to thisisgo.co.uk to register to play Goal in One with our pundits we'll do it again tomorrow night plus see for full details of the amazing Marhall gift voucher you can treat someone with this Christmas so it's a four ball Nicola at uh, Marhall who are you going to invite?
3: Well my dad turned 16 during day, so I think I'll take him uh, give it to him and let him take a of his friend but although he's a Celtic fan, so I don't know if you
5: will
6: like it. <laughs> We're like a good mixed crowd, Barry, isn't it? It's great, isn't it? We're bringing everyone together, Glasgow yeah, in the West. Why yeah. not, why not? Yeah. Nicola, are you be very confident, I would imagine, uh, about the league or are you taking it one game at a time? What do you reckon for Rangers?
10: Uh,
5: I'm
3: really happy how it's going, so just a game at a time. Don't want to get overconfident. Uh-huh.
6: Grant, have you got a team you follow? Uh, yeah, I'm a Rangers fan. So, what a season so far. What about that uh, goal yesterday from Defoe? Um, he's, he's a class act, isn't he? Yeah, he is.
5: He's so lucky to have him. Even at this stage of his career, still a top, top player.
6: Listen, both of you, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks to Grant, and thanks to Nicola, and thanks to our friends at Mar Hall. Thanks very much.
7: Thanks a lot. Well done. Cheers. I think we got the adjudicator in yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah. did. I think we're going to get you a sequin jacket and a revolving bow tie <laughs> f- next time for, for, the, for the, the Dream Quiz Show host. And you'll be doing it on Wednesday night. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah.
6: Is okay. that
4: why Cy si Ferry never came tonight? I because think so. that was That's one quiz? of the reasons. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah.
8: Wow, These I
6: are becoming legislative legis yeah. what,
8: <laughs> questions.
6: Legendary, more It's a new program on the new station, Glasgow Zone. We've only been doing it about 80 years between us, Robbie and I. I know so, exactly. Yeah. No, I think that. I think that went really 18. well. it It'll be great. The, it'll be great on the
7: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> by the time we get that edited down the podcast, that's going to be really sound good. Great. Yeah, yep. yeah. Marhall is magnificent though. In fact, right. we might even get you getting a right answer if we change it enough
6: oh, no, for, no for the chance. podcast, Leon.
4: Just oh, you cut did. straight to the winner. <laughs> no, you got it
6: right there. It's beautiful there by the River Clyde, isn't it? Marhall, gorgeous. That'd yeah, played
8: cool, down though. there a few yep. times. Yeah, we used to stay there with the Rangers, that was the the night before games, that was our hotel we stayed in, nice and quiet. Stayed there and um, Quiet
4: until Barry arrived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I took Lovely. Lovely
8: views as well, Barry. Lovely yeah. views. Beautiful views. Uh, I took a
6: management team from uh, my old place down there a number of years ago, and they said, "Oh, Paul, you've got such and such a room. It's great." And they said, "Look, can you be out uh, tomorrow morning by eleven o'clock?" I said, "Yeah." Who's, who's coming in? Dolly Parton down at Marlow. They all used to stay there. Do you remember?
7: Yeah, yeah. I, I took it. You were, in the, you were in the presidential suite, <laughs> right? Well, it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Did you stay after eleven? Never.
6: <laughs> Can't possibly say. <laughs> we made a lovely pair I'll tell you You know, with, uh, Down at Marhall It's magnificent Thanks Nicola Thanks Grant And more tomorrow night On the programme Back to the serious business We're taking your calls 0808 08, 17 17 Look at him
8: very oh, chuffed yes. <laughs> Are you surprised? Yeah because Le- Leanne's like me She's competitive So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm delighted to Could you ever
4: imagine The mood that he would have been in If he had won?
8: Oh.
7: <laughs> I
4: think He's he'd definitely walk, a worse loser I, I, than I, me My
8: worry was you were going to walk out
7: I
4: can yeah, it was it was well see well for it you. happening Rob
7: We'll change it when we look at how they
6: did on Friday, how we all did with predictions, yeah. we'll do that in the last section of the programme, uh, Rangers winning 4-0 yesterday, there was an incident though Rob, which uh, Stephen Jared wasn't happy about, let's hear from him, it was uh, about something that was uh, yep. allegedly said to uh, some of the Rangers players
2: I only heard what my own players were saying. I didn't hear what came out of the the Ross County players' mouth. I think that's for Ross County to deal with. But what I was hearing from my own players is a serious thing and um, it's for Ross County to deal with and the officials, not me. If Stuart Kettlewell hears what was coming out of my players' mouth, then I'm sure he'll want to deal with it because it's a serious issue.
7: I've not heard any update, Rob, and it's a yeah, sensitive
6: I, issue. It yeah. is,
7: yeah. I, I spoke to Stuart Kettlewell, um, interviewed him after the game, um, and um, his, his point was, if, there, if there's something to be done, he will he will he will deal with it. It was the the, the allegation was that Michael Gardine had aimed a, an offensive comment in the direction of Alfredo Morellas. He was booked uh, for that on the pitch. Uh, was it was it John Beaton? Was John Beaton the ref in that game? trying mm-hmm. to think. Was it? Yep, yeah, it, it was. was. So so he explained. Uh, I think he explained to Stephen Gerrard and to Stuart Kettlewell at halftime what it had all been about. Um, and there was a big uproar on the pitch mm-hmm. afterwards, as you would expect yeah. in, in that in that sort of scenario. So so the detail of it has all got to be worked out. And if it turns out that the, there is the case is upheld, then Ross County will take a disciplinary action against Michael Gardine.
5: On a
6: day when James Tavernier scores again, goal number 16, Rob, and uh, you heard from him afterwards.
7: Very pleased. You know, we, we knew it was going to be tough coming up here. They, they were in great confidence. They made it difficult for us in the first half, but we managed to uh, break them down and go 1 0 up in the, in the first half. It was a matter of just keeping on it uh, in the second half,
8: moving the ball well, and then we created the opportunity, so I'm delighted. Player of the month, and no surprise. Yeah he's, uh, again I'll I'll repeat myself, he's had a fantastic start of the season, he's been a proper leader and do you know what, he used a a, a good word there, it took them time to break them down but what you're seeing with Rangers as well, they're they're patient, Mm -hmm. as last year they kind of suffered a bit when they come up against teams that sat behind the ball but this is a, a different animal, this is a different Rangers team this season.
7: What, what I noticed as well was, was Ross County for the first 20 minutes were, were doing pretty yep. well they, they're back five, they were really well organised they'd obviously picked up on what they'd done the previous weekend against Celtic so they, they were really organised and strong and disciplined and making it difficult for Rangers but but whenever Ross County got on the ball it was immediately, Rangers were just hunting in packs uh, and to, to get it back Ross County never enjoyed the ball, yes they would that one chance before Rangers scored but, but they they were offered just no time on the ball. The Rangers' pressure and and the pressing was was just so impressive.
8: Yeah, and when they come up against that last year, Rob, it's they're missing three, four, five, six chances. But that was the the first real clear cut chance they had when mm. Davo put that ball through to Tavernier on the cross, and and obviously Roof takes his chance straight away, and then that settles them down, and then that gives Ross County something to think about. But I I, I agree with you. I thought I, I was sitting watching it and thinking this is going to be a tough day. Um, Ross County the first 20 minutes were, were solid and compact um, but a good bit of play quality play Rangers done and uh, they got that vital goal and once that first goal went in yeah. it was Rangers um, they, they, they just got, grew in confidence and um, they went on to score four goals and it could have been even more Leanne Crichton with us
6: tonight. Leanne, busy week for you. Uh, what's the schedule? You're off to...
4: I'm off to France. Prague tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got Champions League last 32 on Wednesday against Sparta Prague. So we'll fly out tomorrow. I think we'll get tested, COVID testing once we arrive. We'll train tomorrow night, game Wednesday afternoon. I think it's a three o'clock kickoff over there. I don't actually know if there's time difference with that. And then straight home Wednesday, then mm-hmm. the league duties on Sunday we play Rangers away so that's a big one for us and then the return leg Sparta Prague next Wednesday
6: and you're top of the table at the moment we are three yep.
4: points clear just yep. now Rangers are, are behind us Celtic um, so slipped up a big at the weekend yeah, yeah they drew yeah. yesterday um, which w- was a shock I think they were 2 nil down with maybe five or so minutes to go and they pulled it back. So yeah, the, the league's tighter and you enjoy that now because it, it adds a bit more pressure.
6: And for Scotland last weekend, well, last week, that was disappointment against Finland?
4: Huge disappointment. Yep, the girls are, are, are struggling to come to terms with it. Um, it'll take us a while to get over it. You know, we felt we had a really strong squad and, and we should be performing better and, and we need to find the answers as to why that's not the case.
7: And that was 3-0, 3-1-0 defeats on the bounce, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, and it's tough, you know, with the players that we've got on the side, we expect more. Um, we expect more from each other and in these moments, in these games, we're now seeing it as a big team that people want to come and get that shock result against with That's the top yeah. with the top seeds in the group. Um, you know, it's changed days from the days that we would go out and, yeah. and set up a, a you know, two banks of four and, and really try and get something out of games. Teams are now defending, celebrating, blocking challenges yeah. against this, celebrating one 0 wins. Um for, for me, that hurts, you know, mm. because as a, a Scotland team, we've worked ever so hard to get to the, the levels that we've got to, and um, we've just not produced.
6: And the coach couldn't be there because uh, Shelly Kerr was in self-isolation?
4: Yeah, we were without Shelly, um, but credit to Andy Thompson. He's um, Shelly's assistant, has, has been so for, you know, the, the entire time, and the girls respect Andy. They came in, and I, I thought he'd done a good job with, with what he was left with last week. It, it was tough to adapt and, and go on with it, but credit to him for that.
7: What's the scale of the challenge against Sparta Prague? How good are they?
4: They'll be decent enough yeah for us it'll be a tough one not that we've struggled in Europe this season but we've found it hard to to break teams down Um, will it help us that it's over two legs I don't know because we've enjoyed a penalty shootout in the the 120 minutes and we've continued to progress Um, but it'll be a tough one they're they're a real strong side and the analysis that we've looked at so far it'll, it'll be a real big task
6: you're going to be on the Go Radio Boogie Bus uh, when we go down to to Wembley. A <laughs> oh, Boogie an, Bus. That's, oh, that's a-, a change of gear,
4: wasn't it? Yeah. We're we out in the Champions League and we're on the Boogie so Bus. Then, here we go. This
6: is a chat I like. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Absolutely Paul get yeah, me yeah. a seat on there Right definitely
6: you're on for the coverage next <laughs> Well
8: you're driving I think I've no Not, other
4: plans no other yeah. Euros of that to go to So I'm as well jumping in the boogie bus
8: Barry it's going to be amazing isn't it i oh, be in the front seat <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
4: You'll be at the back of the bus are you, kidding? are you Are you navigating?
8: <laughs> yeah, I'll navigate I'll take yep. us a while to get there hey. but We'll get there at some <laughs> stage
6: Listen the <laughs> vaccines arrived today isn't it Great news everyone take <laughs> care <there>? The vaccines. <laughs> we'll get them soon Rob you and I And uh, for the summer time we'll be ready We'll be back with more after this Football
1: radio, football show. Let's go. I think we look a little bit tentative at times. No real speed in our play. It's psychological, there's no question that, you know, because you know there was plenty of vibrancy about them on Thursday night. But they seem to be struggling a little bit here for some reason. But we, we had a couple of good chances. Tom Herder, Odson's in. You take one of them and then it might settle everybody down But even second half with good control Missed another few good chances But we're not playing with the tempo that we associate ourselves with at the minute And, you know, it's a collective rather than individuals It's a whole sort of ethos of the team at the minute That they're just not executing what we practice It's a tale of two cities, isn't it, Rob? It's just not going for Celtic
7: Yep, and uh, what's happening at Rangers obviously magnifies the whole problem For Neil Lennon and Celtic Stephen Gerrard
2: Another strong performance you know tricky place to come we've come up against the team today full of confidence and I'm sure all week they've been saying you know let's do the same to Rangers what we've done to Celtic so from our point of view we had to stand up and be strong against that pitch was difficult today it was very slidy it was a bit like an ice rink the players again have defended ever so well and they showed shown a lot of quality to go and hurt Ross County at the right time so another pleasing performance
6: So Rangers on 44 points after 16 Celtic on 31 after 14 games Hebs on 29 good result for for them at Motherwell, they're on 29 points after 16 games and Aberdeen on 28 points after 15. Barry, uh, for Rangers, like Poznan this week, so no pressure at all. What's he going to do? Is he going to rotate it, change it, freshen things up?
8: Um, I, I think he'll if he finish strongly um, with the last game in the group um, and hopefully get that chance of, of making sure that they finish top. But I do honestly think he will make changes. I think he'll give guys who have not had a lot of experience with this team in Europe A game in terms of Jingu, maybe Bassey Will play another game in Europe So I think he'll make a, a few changes But the difference in this Rangers team When he does make personnel changes The, the team don't suffer That's been the, the difference in this, this Rangers squad this he, season and Okay, And he does want to top the group You know, doesn't he? And they are, and they are top of the group at the moment. You know, on head-to-heads with Benfica. Benfica. And they were a no bad team, Rob. But like pausing on you, I think you commented on the game, and I watched them. The only thing they probably missed was a a decent centre forward. But Mm -hmm. I thought technically they were really good. So it'll be a tough game. But he will make changes.
6: Okay, going to take another call. John's on the line now. Scotland fan, John. Good evening. Even guys, hope you're all Uh, well. Yeah, good. Thanks for phoning the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. So you heard the draw tonight, Rob gave us it. It's Denmark, Austria, Scotland, obviously, Israel, Faroe Islands and Moldova for the World Cup qualifiers. What do you feel?
5: I feel quite good about the group. I mean, I didn't want Israel again, obviously, because we've played them too many times and they seem to have the better of us. We've only beaten them the once um, in 90 minutes. But the rest of the team's... um, no, I'm fairly confident we've got a good chance. against Austria. I think, are going to be quite tough in pot two, but um, I think there were tougher teams in there. I think Denmark, with no disrespect to them, were the ones that most of the um, Scotland fans would have wanted from pot one. And Fira is another one from pot five that we would have took, and mm-hmm. anyone from pot six, yeah. we would have gladly taken. I think Moldova, again, we should be looking to beat. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a, a decent you're, you're good, John.
7: You're good. Yeah. Um, so, so we play we play the first round of qualifiers b- before we play the European Championship finals, March. don't we? Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. Is that right, John? Yeah, that's right. Um, we play three games in March, and um, I think with the fact that there's Europe um, places for the Euros up for grabs and people want to cement their place, I think there'll be extra motivation mm-hmm. for the players over those three games. So. Um, I'm sure Steve Clark will keep them motivated to make sure, listen um, don't just focus on the Euros, focus on these qualifiers because if you focusing on these qualifiers and get good result, you'll be in for the um, the big tournament in the summer Leanne?
4: I think, I think that the triple header will be brilliant preparation to mm. get into the Euros, to I, I, you know, have competitive games I think it's what, exactly what you need um, to get that cutting edge to nail down what you're starting a living will be, Johnny hopeful that the, some fans will be back in by then no, you're a diehard hard Tartan Army.
5: Yes, I certainly am. Um, well, you know, from me interviewing you, um, Absolutely yeah, I'm certainly, I'm certainly hoping to um, get back to games. I want to take my boy as well, um, my oldest son. So, um, hopefully, some. That's time Callum, time isn't it? Be back. Yes, that's Callum, the world yeah. famous Callum, Callum What's of uh, Sky
7: Sports News fame.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely stole the show that night. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, hoping, I would like to take him to um, know World Cup qualifier qualify at the start, but. Um, you know, if I don't get him to the wind in March, I'll certainly get him through the campaign because by that time, fans should hopefully be back because we've got to think about the Euros um, in terms of crowds getting back because you can't really have just 30% of fans going to the European Championships. They've got to be close to capacity. And with um, things like the vaccine coming in, there's room for um, being hopeful and hopefully over time we'll get fans in slowly but surely because it's needed.
7: Barry, are you excited yet about March? Because you get excited about Scotland games. Does your excitement start at this stage for the games in March? Or or do you leave it to a later build-up?
8: No, I I think it's perfect preparation for the the Euros, as Leanne just mentioned there. Um, I'm excited about the Euros, but obviously it's working all differently, obviously, with the, the Can you not be
7: excited about the World Cup <coughs> qualifiers as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm
8: excited about that, but I, I'm just... Uh, We've all been desperate for the last twenty. Yep. That'll be twenty-three yeah. years come the summer. But we've all been desperate for a Scotland team to, yep. to reach a major championships, and, and we've done it. And
7: I'm excited about but, progress. But, I'm excited about Scotland getting better. That's that's what I, I think I, we're because, going to get you know, better, could, Rob, because we we achieved the main aim, which mm-hmm. was qualifying for for a yep. major finals. The, there were a couple of games of, you know, not in terms of the performances, just the goal scoring was was mm-hmm. was disappointing in in those other games. Um, but. You know, there's no doubt that there's there's a lot of scope to to progress, and that that's quite exciting.
4: I think if you're a player as well, that gives you a right good bit of motivation to know that those games are in March. If if you're one of those players, John, I don't know what you think of the squad. If there'll be many changes or, or who'll be dropped from that pool of 27, um, but what an opportunity for players to go and stake a claim.
5: Oh, oh, without question, and then you had uh, James Forrest and Ryan Fraser, who are both
4: missing with injury. Mm-hmm.
5: There's another two options to come back in Steve yep. Clark wants to change the formation as well. And I think um they've both played wing back before, so it's definitely good um options to have. And Ryan Fraser's also played up front. So it's it's gonna be intense over these next three games and what better way to prepare, as you say, Leanne, for the European championships than playing the World Cup qualifiers?
4: Like the competitive games will make a difference because with friendlies and preparation matches it's always too easy to change yeah, yeah. you know players change personnel go with different formations I think you need to knuckle down yeah. um, and you're only talking what eight weeks it'll be until mm. the, he, the competitive no, game I, I don't
8: think this manager Stevie Clark is going to change much No, no. he's no. not going to change the way he plays No, he's going to welcome back James Yeah, James I mean, Forrest hopefully, hopefully, and Ryan Fraser are massive um, and he's got a big decision to make in the summer because yeah. that squad gets cut down to twenty three. I mean yeah. it was twenty seven he'd picked James Forrest is twenty eight. Um, so it's going to be a, a tough one for him. But I'm excited about the squad. I See, think I if you, you a I told you. I told yeah, you I, you're you're look at that you've squad, just reminded them wrong. There's He's excited. a lot of quality in there and when you look at the squad and you look at the clubs that some of these guys play for and the um, the leagues that they play in. The future's only going to be bright for us. I've just, I was just prodding you there till, till you admitted that you were. Still excited. a few months away. I know, John,
6: what about the fans and getting them back in? There's been a distinct uh, lack of push for this in Scotland. We're way behind England. What's your view of it about getting fans back?
5: I think they need to start um, sooner rather than later. I think. I know, I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we're trying—you know—absolutely public health should be number one. Yep. But I think sooner rather than later, the government's got to be a bit more open. Um, I know Mullen Club, um, Aberdeen have been very um, vocal in pushing pushing this. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep getting knocked back, but um, it's good that um, you know, like Ross County and Inverness are getting some in. But that should just be the start. We should now be looking to go, we've had 300, let's go to 600. Yeah. Um, and let's open up to tier two as well, because it's going to be killing clubs. But as I, as I mentioned before, the Euros is more than more than just those three games at Hamden plus whatever knockout round it is, I think it's the last 16. It also, these Euros are going to bring in so much in terms of hospitality, with um, fans coming over from all over Europe to watch these games. And, you know, as I said before, that's going to have such a massive boost. And the fact Scotland are also going to be there that in itself is self-amassively. So we need to get we need to get moving. England have started it in, in the right way, doing four thousand, two thousand. We should maybe go up, maybe like um, come the t- turn of the year, maybe like to get to thousand for some games and like five hundred for other games. I uh, know clubs in the lower league would bite your hand off for five hundred fans at their ground. Surely more than that, though,
6: Leanne. Yeah, get the fans back in a couple of thousand. Just I a mean, start. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think- can take what twenty thousand. Yeah. So, you can go to a cinema, Rob, in Aberdeen and watch the the Aberdeen game, but you can't go to Pitordry. I know. It doesn't make sense. You could
8: easily get four or
7: five thousand in Pitordry. Yeah. Easy. Yep, but it's but it's small steps. I mean, I think you know we'd take any steps. You know, we'd accept any step forward at the moment, even even if it was hundreds.
4: I'm hopeful come the turn of the year. I know that seems a a really long Mm. way away, but it's not really considering the year that we've come through. um, I think January they'll look to start opening things back up a bit more. I think if we can get through Christmas and New Year with people, you know, being as smart as they possibly can, especially in the Central Belt because it has been bad number wise. It's still not great. Um, We'll get back to normal.
6: John, thanks very much for your call. Pleasure. Thank you very much. John. Great Tartan Army member. Good Uh, guy, John. Yeah, what a lift it's given everyone, you know, a few weeks ago when we qualified against Serbia. We've not seen you since then. No, amazing.
4: Genuinely, as a a fan and growing up as a a kid watching the 98 World Cup and for it never to happen again and then to experience it on the other side as a player with the women's side, even to see the fans that travelled, you know, to France that backed us, a support that we got back home, we're a football daff nation. You know, we need these moments to to get us going and. Um for everybody to come together and I think off the back of this year especially I mean, it's going to be an incredible year
8: See, this is the thing that the players should look forward to The build up to it when you go away and you spend I don't know use two or three weeks will,
4: And people will say together, enjoy yeah, the yeah, moment yeah, it. which it's quite hard it's hard to enjoy the moment as a player because once you're in it you, you think about the games and the next thing but I would enjoy the, the wee bits before it aye, aye, I, I would enjoy the build up
8: being together with each other for a good two or three weeks the, the preparation's all put in place and then games come and then you're ready you're focused to go and try and win and I think I think you look at the group we've got we've got every chance two home games yep. Czech Republic we should be looking at beating them Yeah, yep. Croatia they're not as strong as they used to be. Mm-hmm. None of these teams are unbeatable. Yep, yeah, and they go down England. England anything can, ah. Yeah, well, we'll be down in the boogie bus, will we? So? will we'll indeed.
6: Be. Leanne yep. has joined.
8: <laughs> 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 Rob, bottom of the table. We've only got one minute
6: left. St. Mirren on 12 points. Ross County, 13. Hamilton on 14. Livy on 15. Um, it could be anyone. You yeah, could it's, could really,
7: it's really, it's really tight, and mm-hmm. of course, it's just all changed, doesn't it? With the with the three nil yeah. wins, um, you know, M- Motherwell suddenly, suddenly yeah. in the top six, and Hamilton have had a big mm-hmm. lift, you know. So it, it's gonna, I would imagine, relegation and the playoff place will probably go right down to the wire.
6: It shows you there's life, though, isn't it? in St Mirren and Hamilton and, and Livingston, you know, they're all coming back.
4: Absolutely, you write These, you know, Hamilton every year are always the ones that people pick and, and write them off, and then they produce results. They get that wee bit of good fortune through the week with the. the points awarded and whatever but again that's momentum that these clubs build on you know that's a boost that they'll really enjoy
6: Leanne you came on tonight and you reckon we asked you the question you reckon effectively the league is over Rangers will win it now
4: I think so yeah Yeah.
8: Barry yeah they're in a great position one game at a time no listen they're in a great position if you'd say to me at the start of the season this was going to be the outcome um, in the first week of December if it's not the outcome
4: the bigger question to ask as to how that's happened Mm -hmm. you know
6: but they're in a great place we are Rob. Good luck, Glasgow City against Sparta Prague. Yeah, yeah.
7: yeah all the best. Thanks good, very much. Good luck with that. We'll see you soon.
4: Yes, hopefully.
6: You're on the boogie bus. Okay, you're not <laughs> driving. You'll be there. <laughs> Thank
4: God for that. Thanks to everyone.
6: And well done, Nicola. You're off to Marhall Hall as our winner. We're back tomorrow at five. Stephen Craigen and Craig Moore.
0: The Ball Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines, feel the passion of your captain, feel the celebrations, feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable
1: energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk.